Right? Mm-hmm. And one of my mentors in the business also told me this. He said, if you know that you're worth $200 and you're forced to do something, right? Say, for example, attend a conference, meeting, a networking session, whatever it is, right? Mm-hmm. And you know you're worth $200 for that hour, right? At Maybe at this level, at the starting level. When you go to that event with that mindset, right? You are going to be like, okay, I'm here. I know that I need to spend this one hour. I can be out there making $200. But since I'm here, I'm going to find value worth two hundred dollars. Yeah, and then the whole mindset switch, right? Mm-hmm. And then there, so there are people who go into it like, oh man, this one hour is a waste of my time. I could be out getting two hundred dollars, but I'm stuck here. Versus someone who goes there and says, okay, I'm going to. I need to make this time I worth. To, yeah, I need yeah. to create value for myself that is worth two hundred dollars. Mm-hmm. It might not be immediate. It might not be tangible, but that is the mindset that they go into. Hi everyone and welcome to another episode of Mind Your Business Singapore. SG. It's Mind Your Business SG. <laughs> we changed the name recently? No, it's always oh. been SG. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, it stands for Singapore. What are you watching on TikTok now? Uh there's a couple of things, right, which is the dance trend. I don't know, do you know the latest dance trend? I have no it's idea. It's the dancing while you're crossing the street thing. Oh, okay. So I, I saw this video of these two girls. Yeah, they did in uh, Orchard Road or yeah, something like that, yeah. yeah. Ah, okay. So it has made yeah. its way into Singapore. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and like, I think the, the other interesting concept is yeah. girl math. Have you heard of girl math? Yes. No, I've just recently come over. It's, it's just basically taking out your iPhone calculator or something, right? And then dividing it into the number of days, hours or something. Yeah, like so, something, so yeah. the whole idea is, right, that that um, if you... So one of the most craziest concepts is that mm-hmm. if you pay something in cash, mm-hmm. it's free. Yeah, so that's exactly my face, right? So, mm. and, and then the other concept is that if it's if something is five hundred dollars mm-hmm. and it's twenty five percent off, mm-hmm. right? So you save uh, one hundred twenty five dollars. Shit, why did I do yeah. bad bets? If it's fifty percent off, yeah. right? And you save two hundred fifty dollars, mm-hmm. you actually save two hundred fifty dollars and not spend two hundred fifty dollars. Mm-hmm. And so this 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 thing, right, is very interesting because I've had this conversation a lot with like the females in my life, my mom, my sister and all that. And they always say that, oh, we are saving money by buying something on discount. And I'm like, no, you are spending money mm-hmm. nonetheless, like even though yeah. it's cheaper, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. So what, what's your take on that? I've had the exact same conversations with my fiance. Yeah. Right. So she she also thinks in a similar manner whereby, right. but she's also very good at, you know, finding these discounts and yep. waiting for the discount. Yep. Uh with regards to let's say she's going to buy this she's just going to wait until there's a discount and then she's going to strike right right i think it's quite interesting to see the pattern of behavior when people yep, spend yep, yep. right uh in order to justify yeah. a spending yeah. or maybe make them f- yep. feel a little bit better like you know the coe prices so i saw a, a tiktok video oh, about yeah, girl right right? dollars yeah. or something and if you divide by 10 10 years yeah. and you divide by 365 days a year yeah. it's only what $38 a day right <laughs> it's like for 38 bucks a day you can actually cover uh-huh. your yeah, COE yeah. right yeah. then they go on to divide it by the hour 
and by the second and yeah. whatever, whatever, right? It, yeah. It's never ending and right. it draws you in. Oh, yeah. it's only $38 a day. Maybe yeah. I can actually afford a car in Singapore. Yeah, so right. So, so it could be a trap. So the funny thing is that, <laughs> yeah, okay. So the funny thing is that it, why I would consider it a trap, right? Is because we do that for, for our expenses. Yeah. But if we did that for our income, right? And then maybe you're like, oh shit, I'm actually yeah. only earning like maybe $300 a day, mm. right? Which is 9K a month, mm. right? You're spending 10% of your income on your car. Mm. Right at thirty eight dollars a day. Yeah. Right. So why is it that we do it for the the expenses portion where we want to make ourselves feel better? But if we do that for our income and then you realize that if I'm earning six K and I work like in a month, mm-hmm. I'm only getting paid like mm-hmm. two hundred dollars yep. a day. Yep. Right? Yep. And thirty eight dollars of that is like slightly more than uh, slightly less than a quarter of yeah. uh, a fifth of you know what you're exactly, earning, exactly, right? and it's just a COE. It's not even yeah. the cost of the car, the, the car. road tax, and, and the, parking, and, and, and your monthly stuff. expense. Yeah, right. You you got monthly expenses with the car, mm-hmm. so that means the car can mm-hmm. essentially cost you like seventy to eighty bucks a day. Yes, right. Which is going to be like way more of your salary than you actually calculated. So I mean, girl maths is interesting, but I'm always for the fact that if you need it and it's on discount, yes, you save money. If you want it and it's on discount, you're still spending money. Wants versus needs, eh? Yeah. Mm. yeah. Yeah, well put, well put. And the point about why do we not do this for our income, yeah. right? So there's this very famous guy on Twitter, on, on, on Instagram, wherever, a uh, very famous author and not say author, but he's an entrepreneur. He's yeah. bought businesses. Yeah. His name is Naval Ravikant. Right. Right. And there's this book where some guy, I think, uh, captured all his tweets and basically, you know, Made put it together a into a book. Right. So it's called The Almanac of uh, Naval Ravikant. Okay. So his, one of his early philosophies was to calculate how much he's earning per hour. Right. So you hear that lawyers are charging billing by the hour, right? Yep. Let's say you engage a lawyer for whatever reason, yeah. like $100 an hour, $200 an yep. hour. Right. Similar concept, how much are you worth an hour? Worth an hour. Right. Right. So he at the very start I think was like what 100 bucks or 200 bucks right. an hour. So he was telling himself, how do I get to $3,000 an yep. hour? Yep. So to that level. Yeah. So his decision making in life was based on that. Right. Meaning to say, he told himself, okay, now I'm worth 3K an hour. Right. If this task is less than 3K an hour, an hour I'm going to outsource it. Right. 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 So if, if it's laundry, mm. okay, I think it was 1,000 an hour to the start. Okay. Yeah, but uh, doing your own laundry, right. is this worth my time? Mm. I'm spending $1,000 an hour trying to do my own laundry. Right. I need to outsource this. Yep. So every single decision of his yep. from then on was was based on based that, on that right, philosophy. Right. And and that I guess worked out for him, of mm. course, with many other things, but it's a it was an interesting thought. Yeah, so yeah. so even for me, right, when 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 I first started business and I st- started talking to people, right? Mm-hmm. I always talk to them about their hourly rate. Right. Right. So of course, um when you look at the lawyers, the doctors and all that, they are earning mm-hmm. a higher income, mm-hmm. right? But if you go and look at the starting point, right? Yeah. The hours that they put in yeah. is, is mad. It's and mad. then when you divide it out, right? Actually, you're, you're the same. Yeah, they are, so they are earning about maybe uh, $30 an hour. Yeah. And an accountant might be earning like 25 an hour, mm-hmm. right? Because of the hourly basis, right? And then, of course, so along, along the road, right? How they become worth more, right? Is they become specialized, 
So they have a skill that people are willing to pay more for that hour, right? If today a, a lawyer comes to me and says, I'm $50 an hour versus someone who is $200 an hour, it is not based on like, uh, they are both at the same level, right? One is going to be way better at what he does, mm-hmm. right? And that is why they are willing to, they are able to charge that, that um, $200 per hour. Right? Yeah. So if you look at it at a very skeletal and basic level, right? For us to increase our per, val- per hour value, right? It's mm-hmm. true skills is upgrading yourself like are you worth more to society are you worth more uh, to your organization yeah, to whatever yeah. for that per mm-hmm. hour hour rate mm-hmm. right whereas that's why I say so it, it's very interesting when you start looking at it at, at an income perspective because then how much does your pay actually increase by mm-hmm. right on a, on a yearly basis your increment right if it's $500 more a month technically you're only earning what uh 10 bucks, no. Yeah. 500 divided by 30. $15 or more. Yeah. $15 or more mm-hmm. a month. Yeah. Uh, a, a day, right? So mm-hmm. if you're you're starting off at like $25 per hour, mm-hmm. your pay increment is just $15 per, per day. Mm-hmm. Per, no, yeah. that's wrong. The, $15 the, a day, mm-hmm. right? Uh, and then if you work it out to per hour of eight hours, right? You're only $2. raised by like $2. Yeah. Right? So then you are like, what? I work so hard and mm-hmm. I'm only worth two dollars more per hour. Mm-hmm. How do I like increase that by multifolds? Yeah. 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 And and that point about doctors, I think is quite interesting. I think they are working what ninety, hundred hours a month yeah. uh, a week, sorry. Yeah. Right. And when you really break it down, it's the same as any other, you know, executive uh, professional. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Accountants, engineers, whatever. Yeah. Right. So yeah. I guess food for thought, guys. Yeah. yeah. So, so yeah. yeah. From a young age, like for me, that was very important, mm. right? Like, how can I increase my per hour value? Right? Mm. And one of my mentors in the business also told me this. He said, if you know that you're worth two hundred dollars and you're forced to do something, right? Say, for example, attend a conference, meeting, a networking session, whatever it is, right? Mm-hmm. And you know you're worth two hundred dollars for that hour, right? At maybe at this level, at the starting level. When you go to that event with that mindset, right, you are going to be like, okay, I'm here. I know that I need to spend this one hour. I can be out there making $200. But since I'm here, I'm going to find value worth $200. Yeah. And then the whole mindset switch, right? Mm-hmm. And then there, so there are people who go into it like, oh man, this one hour is a waste of my time. I could be out getting $200, but I'm stuck here. Versus someone who goes there and says, okay, I'm going to... I need to make this time worth... Yeah, I need to create value for myself that is worth $200. Mm -hmm. It might not be immediate, it might not be tangible, but that is the mindset that they go into to anything with. And naturally, if you are that person, you would end up like going, talking to people, going, because you know, time is money. And you're looking for the opportunity, right? Because if you are never looking, no matter how many times opportunity knocks, right, you will never realize, Mm. right? Mm. Uh, Yeah, so... Yeah, that's the interesting thing about like mm. the time value of money, right? Mm-hmm. And I think like for business owners, right, that is how they a lot of them operate, right? Mm. They are always looking at their per hour value, right? If I can outsource something, if I can find someone to take away this one hour and then I can focus this one hour of my time into something else, I know that I'm going to create more value with that, right? So again, at the basic level of um, understanding, right? If I can create $200 in that hour mm-hmm. and then, but I need to get this thing done. Maybe it's a simple thing like a marketing post that will take me an hour after of editing and all mm-hmm. that, right? All I need to do is find someone, pay them even $100 to de- get that sh- 
thing done for me, right? And then with that extra hour, I put it into something that's going to give me two hundred dollars. Yeah. Right. So the 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 concept there exists. Right. Everybody can understand it. Everybody can see the maths. It's simple. But what I think a lot of us fail to do is right. We outsource it for hundred dollars, and then instead of taking the hour and doing what we can do to make that two hundred dollars, right, we take it and oh, let's take relax. It, yeah. Yeah. yeah, because someone else is doing it, mm-hmm. and that's when you start seeing the different levels of success start mm-hmm. happening, right? Right. So it, the outsourcing, I don't think, is a problem, right? So that's when the business owner switch happens, right? A lot of them are unwilling to spend the money because they're like, "Why would I pay someone to do? Uh, yeah. Why would I pay you to do a hundred dollar job when I can do it myself for free?" But yeah. a business owner will be like, "I would rather pay you the hundred dollars so that I can use an hour to make two hundred dollars." Yeah, yeah, and I, I, I don't know whether you have seen it. I've seen it a lot of times. That 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 difference in mindset, right? Have you experienced it like personally, in your in your own? In my thinking, I'm trying to work my way towards that. Right. Yeah, but you mentioned that you saw it amongst your what colleagues or someone like that. Uh, I'm, I'm not even among colleagues. I think among even like a simple conversation, right? Mm-hmm. Like, um, I enjoy taking the train. Mm. Versus a grab, and the grab will be ten minutes, mm-hmm. right? And the train is like uh, an hour, right? Mm-hmm. And people will be like, "Oh yeah, I'll take the train." You know, it's like two do- two dollars. A grab is going to cost me maybe twenty five dollars. Yeah, but a lot of people, right, who are in in that mindset where of mm-hmm. like value, right? They'll be like, "Yeah, but in the half an hour, I can make back that cost of the grab." Yeah. Right. So, is what are we doing that hour? Right. Of course, there are people who are on the train. They are doing work. They are they are getting things done. But how many of us are doing that? Mm. Yeah. I'm not saying there aren't people like this. Don't take it personally, right? So, but it's more of like if today I can understand the value I have as a person, right? Mm-hmm. And how can I maximize this value? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I I think I think that that would be a step for me, yeah. right? So now that I'm gonna be taking the train to work right right how do i maximize that you know 45 minutes to an hour yep. of my journey yep. so right what is your value first right you got to mm-hmm. answer that question like what is my value right if i am stuck on the train for that 45 minutes mm-hmm. what can i do to earn that value in that 45 minutes mm-hmm. yeah so instead of watching uh, impressionist on tiktok yeah. i should be yeah. perhaps watching a ted talk yeah Right, right. Or this episode, yeah. Right, but yeah. Uh, I think I think we understand the gist and yep. of it. Like, yeah, listeners, what do you guys actually do on the way to work? Or you know, you have those pockets of time where yep. you're not really yep. working. Yeah. Um. Perhaps you can, you know. Yeah. So do something. About I, that. I mean, I'm I'm not trying to like mm-hmm. create like a a super workaholic culture. Or like, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Sometimes you, know, you just got to take a... Yeah, you you, you, you got to have a plan for your day. Mm-hmm. But if you know that these moments are fixed, right, and there is no value that comes out from taking the train mm-hmm. at all. Right? It's just getting you from point A to point B. There's zero value. Imagine if you can turn that into something of value, right? And, and we are not talking about like a day thing. Like that's five days a week. Mm-hmm. That is... 20 days a month, that is 240 days or 45 minutes creating value for yourself. Yes, you can In compound year, it. Yeah. yeah, the compound is crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I'm not saying that, oh, you know, every hour you have to be thinking, like, oh, what am I worth? How am I going to get value out of it? Like, Yeah, you don't have to go so in-depth. Yeah, I think you'll be a yeah. crazy person. Yeah. So, so in that pockets of time, right, 
that that is fixed and it is worth you exploring something. And it can be anything, a topic like, for example, oh, I I feel that I want to find out more about uh, investing cryptocurrency, mm-hmm. right? 45 minutes, 240 um, days, right? Or 45 minutes, right? I don't know what's the math. Mm-hmm. Do you know the math? No. Yeah. Right. Whatever, X amount. That's, that's mm-hmm. a good like, minimally like what? Thousand hours? That you put into just cryptocurrency, you know? Right, and it is not based on. So after a year, right, you would have had a thousand hours of experience or or knowledge on cryptocurrency. Right, right. Is it going to value add to your life? I don't know. Mm-hmm. But Fair. there is some value that you have created for yourself right there. Yeah. Right, and this topic can be about anything. Right. I don't know whether you have heard the famous uh, Bruce Lee quote. Uh, I do not fear a man who's practiced a thousand kicks once. I fear the man who's practiced one kick a thousand times or ten thousand times, something like that. Have you yeah. heard it? Yeah. Yeah. So uh, they brought it into the whole like uh, uh, professional culture also, right? They say that for you to become an expert at something or, or to be considered an expert in something, you need to spend ten thousand hours in it, mm. right? So if you do it for a thousand uh, hours a year, in ten years, you'll be an expert in it just based on the hours that you have clocked in, right? And of course, if you want to reduce it to five years you do times two of that if you want to reduce it to three years mm-hmm. then the, 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 the scalability is there mm-hmm. right so if in a year of 365 days I just need to spend two hours a day mm-hmm. that's uh, six hundred hours yeah so in five years I would have spent about what three thousand plus hours on, on that topic right yeah so, so the point I was trying to get across just now was that you don't have to be the best straight away, right? Yep. I think within a year, if you're able to consistently improve yep. yourself by even that perhaps the 1% yeah. or the 0.5% yeah. every day, right? Eventually, you'll find yourself you're better than the average yeah. person. Yep. And the moment you know more than the average person, I think that's when you can start creating value for others as right. well. Right? And your hourly rate probably probably goes up yeah. once you are able to create value for yeah. other people. So, yeah, so uh, I think even recently I had an interaction where someone was telling me, you know, uh, I want to try trading. Sure. Right. Uh, but I have a lot of research to get into. And I'm like, yeah, so get into it. Mm. Right. Like what's, what's holding you back? What's keeping you? Right. And then it's like, oh, no, you know, I recently found out about numerology and I'm spending a lot of time reading it. And I'm like, so are you planning to become like a palm reader? Are you trying to, like, are you planning to move into that direction right then it will make sense because then you're creating value for yourself because mm-hmm. you're learning a skill that you're going to apply and it's going to generate you income mm-hmm. right but you're like no I'm just doing it because I enjoy it right so, right. so that's when the whole issue starts right where enjoyment versus like mm-hmm. yeah so actually right I wouldn't quite categorize it as an issue right okay if there's some a hobby or something yep. that you know of your interest yep. uh, go for it but of course, the best case scenario is if you can, you know, ap- apply that. So even if your friend mm. doesn't go into uh, a, a, as as a job as a palm reader or something, mm. but he can perhaps use that skill to open conversations. Yeah, for sure. Right. Yeah. So it could be a very good icebreaker. It's like, hey, let me read your yeah, definitely, yeah, and then and then tell you interesting something yeah. interesting so about yourself. I did, so we right? we did have a very interesting conversation. And yeah. He was sharing with me about numerology and mm-hmm. what the different numbers mean: mm-hmm. your date of birth uh, versus. Uh, uh, your life path number and right. I thought it was fantastic it was super interesting right like even for someone who is like a super non-believer of all this right mm-hmm. like I was a bit curious mm. and then of course he hooked me on with something which is like the number 9 
which is technically my life path number. Okay. It's very hard to find out information about online, and he's been trying, and he said it's super hard. And I was like, damn. You got me right there, like, <laughs> like for me, like I cannot take not knowing something, right? So, yeah, it was interesting, and but as I said, is, th- there's nothing wrong with doing that. Like even for you, like you know, when you mentioned about taking the train and being on TikTok and doing that deep dive, mm-hmm. even for me, like deep diving and all this, right? But I always limit the time, so my toilet gets a lot of my TikTok time, right? Yeah, but uh, outside of that, like when I'm in, um, like I try to read. Uh, recently, I just got the book uh, out of. Out of war. Oh, okay. Yeah, so uh, I, I, I'm going to start then, right? So w- these moments, like sometimes like, I, oh, I'm at home, I'm waiting for something, like maybe dinner or whatever, right? I'll just like flip and start like reading, right? Does it create value for me? I don't know. But hopefully a year from now, when I'm looking back, like, oh, yeah, there were these moments that, you know, mm. created value for me. Yeah. Do you like physical books or like... Oh, man, I'm super physical. You like the physical... Yeah. yeah. I, yeah, I, I like the highlighting and oh, okay yeah so I highlight my books I, I refer back to them I like to see the highlights uh, the whole idea of scrolling for me is just right yeah I don't know right. it's just a personal thing do you put aside perhaps certain you know pockets of time down, that's mm. my reading time or how? I, I don't really have a specific time yeah but as much as I can uh, so I keep a, a book in the office uh, I keep a book at home so usually at the time I'm 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 reading like two books, yeah. Nice. So, yeah. Nice. Uh, a book that one of my mentors actually recommended to me was called Multipliers. Right. So this book is about leadership. Okay. Right. So I think it's by Liz Wiseman. Mm. Right. So I think she has gone all over the world giving talks to you know various mm. big companies. Right. Uh, how do you as a leader? get the best out of your people. Right. Right. So if you are, and I I haven't started on this book and I plan to actually order this soon. So if you are moving from, you know, a individual mm. you know, responsibility mm. right. to a management or yep. or if you're at, at a director level yeah. and you're perhaps, you know, trying to tweak and get the best out of your, your you know, mm. the people under your care. Right. I think this this would be a good book for you. Right. So so this mentor of mine, he recently went for a, like a one day course whereby they ran through the coursework yep. of the book, and then various industry people, a lot of other director level people came. It was a networking right. plus case studies and yeah. stuff like that. So I think those are extremely yep. helpful. Very deep dive sessions with other industry players somewhere yeah. around the same level as you. I think could be quite helpful so the name of the book is the marketing multipliers yeah definitely go check that out as well Mm -hmm. hi guys coming up next week on mind your business sg i think a lot of people are super nervous on how to start a conversation Mm -hmm. right like what do i say hi what is the perfect way to open what is the perfect way to like pitch whatever i want to pitch yeah right so that part yes i agree that you know chat gpt is is uh, I mean AI in general is helping us with that uh, crafting out that 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 superficial opening, but I don't think that we are at the stage where it can help you take care of the rejections or the objections that come along. Yeah, why? Because it is super super personal. This is Tamit. This is Ash, and, and you're listening, listening to Mind Your Business, Business SG. Thank you for joining us this time. If you haven't already, subscribe to us on Spotify to get a new insightful episode every week. 
the Mind Your Business SG podcast is hosted by Ashwin Prakash and Tamit Nasif. Thank you to Naim Lutfi for our intro music. And if you've enjoyed our show, consider rating us. It will help us grow the show and make the future episodes that much better. Have a question for Ash or me? Head over to our Instagram page at mindyourbusinesssg and ask away. We read every submission and we might just answer yours in a future episode. If you would like to support us personally, you can reach out to Ash for your finance needs and myself for any creative business solutions. We'll see you soon.